I know we mentioned this the other day, but I don't know if we called it the bird test and said it was the hottest thing on TikTok. TikTok, which is evil and ruining the world and is where all our young people are getting their news, and it's from the Chinese Communist Party. But the bird test is just to find out if 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 you've uh, found a soulmate, if you believe in that sort of thing or not. And it is kind of interesting. Um, here's the test, and it, it doesn't have to specifically be this, but this sort of thing. If you're sitting there with your new uh, boyfriend-girlfriend, and you look out the window and you say, wow, that's a beautiful bird. Does your partner look to see what you're interested in? Or do they ignore it and go about what they were doing? Do they act like they're the least bit interested in what you're excited about? If they don't, huh. you're doomed. If they are interested, at least you, you got a chance. Wow. Yeah. Psychologists have backed this up. This has been popular for a while now. 16 million uh, views on the particular bird test thing. But that strikes me as... Pretty real sounding. You as have a, provoked my thoughts. As opposed to TikTok nonsense. Um, with the idea being the purpose of the bird test is to see how often your partner picks up on bids you offer them in your relationship. It's a, a, it's a request to engage and connect with each other no matter what the topic is. Like an invitation to look at a bird. Or a bid in your relationship. Like I'll give you 100 bucks to have sex. All right, 150 so do they do they look or not? Do they dismiss as stupid what you're into or not, or act like they don't care? That's that's a pretty decent thing right there. That is, do we have a connection, a respectful, loving connection, or do we not? Yeah, and I would suggest if they do dismiss it, and and you just hang in there anyway. What if he's hot? Uh, yeah, there's that. Um, uh, I would say that's a little sad and a little codependent. Yeah. On the other hand, life doesn't always go the way you hope it's going to go. <laughs> Sometimes good enough is as good as it gets. Wow. Joe Getty with another might as well settle Friday. I don't know. I'm just trying to be a realist about it. I think you can settle in a lot of different ways. Them not being interested in what you're interested in, or at least willing to pretend they're interested in what you're interested in, is a, that's right. a pretty big problem. If you express this is important to me, and they say, "Yeah, whatever," um, yeah, right. not good. Yeah, right. yeah. I'm back to uh, sad and codependent. I think we got the opposite problem going on. Just from my observation, I don't think people are settling. I think it's the other way around. I think people have way overshot what they think they deserve out of a uh, relationship or mate, and that's why they just hang on the sidelines so long, just what I'm observing with the younger generations. Everybody thinks they can do better than they actually can. I remember, uh, yeah, I think there is an element of that, but I think that's the uh, symptom, not the disease. I think the disease is, uh, I'm reminded of uh, our old producer, Positive Sean, who would say, uh, relationships are hard, people are complicated. Um... Actual interpersonal relationships are a challenge, but you get better at them, generally. Um, surface, online, clickety-click relationships are much, much easier to manage. And if that's the entirety of your experience, or most of it, then the instinct, the learned skill of when somebody you care about says, hey, look at that beautiful bird, and you ignore it... Maybe you're just not good at relationships. You know, I don't I don't know much about the the modern a lot of people meet online and that online dating's huge and I've never done that, but I, I can think of a couple of people I've interacted with recently and I don't say this out loud. Maybe I should, maybe that would be the nice thing to do. 
but like women who have talked to me about, I don't know, he was like, he seemed super interested and, you know, I saw his post and we emailed back and forth and then we met and then blah, blah, blah. He just wanted to have sex with you. That's what's going on here. I can explain it to you really easy. He wasn't interested in you at all. You don't, there's nothing here to figure out. He didn't lose interest in you. You didn't say something to make him mad. He was, he was pretending. He was just pretending to like you until you had sex. That's the whole thing. It's not complicated. And everyone knows it. Now, if that's what you want, fine. But you got to realize that's what's going on most of the time with these guys. Wow, it's a men are pigs and they're using you Friday with Jack Armstrong. <laughs> I'm just telling you. <laughs> just a super, it's, yeah, I, I don't understand what, I'll tell you what happened. He got what he wanted and now he's moved on. I know it's awful and and, and uh, too transitory and it's not the way it should be, but that's the way it is for a lot of these people online. Wow, tough talk. You're the world's most kick-ass advice columnist. I never say it out loud to anybody because it seems too hurtful. But Well, you just did. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.